Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of On Deck. I'm Bill. That guy right there is Lloyd. How's it going, Lloyd? It is going fantastic, man. We got we just found out about the Steam Deck like not too long ago, like within weeks. And we were super hyped and we're like, okay, this thing doesn't come out for a while. We're not going to hear anything else. And then today, all of a sudden, all these other uh, media outlets that got access to it are all posting their videos at the exact same time. So it's almost like Mm -hmm. a little mini Christmas that I had today. (laughs) Yeah, we had a different episode planned. We were going to do a thing where we're going to respond to comments that you that you all left on our previous videos about that. Um, We're still going to do that. So, you know, leave comments and uh, we'll 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 talk about all of those uh, topics that you all send in. But we figured... Since we've got all of this new information, we might as well talk about our our reactions to all of the new info that just dropped about the Steam Deck. Now, sure. if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, you can also sub- subscribe to the audio version of that and wherever your favorite podcast player is. The, the show is called On Deck. It is a podcast all about the Steam Deck, which... Uh, we're both very, very excited for. And if you missed all of the stuff about what is the Steam Deck, it is Valve's handheld, and I'm going to say a word that a lot of people don't like, console. <laughs> uh, but that's what it kind of is. Now, let's talk about uh, the stuff that came out uh, for the Steam Deck. I want I, I, I went and I took notes uh, about all of the different videos that were dropped. And so I'm going to go through the note, the things that I wrote down as we, as we went. Sure. Uh, so... A lot of people were very nervous about load times using SD cards. And the first right. thing that that Giant Bomb noticed when they were because they got their hands on it uh, was that like they set down the Nintendo Switch right next to it. They loaded the same exact game on both systems. And the Steam Deck, the load times were significantly faster. Than on the switch. What's your reaction to that, Lloyd? Are you surprised? I I'm not. Um, just just based on the speed of the CPU and the the memory, getting stuff from whatever storage into memory would be uh, would be pretty fast. Uh, SD SD can go pretty fast. I'm, I was trying to quickly Google something just to see what the max transfer rate is, and of course Google is failing me right now. Um, but I, but I'm assuming that the the, the transfer um, on this thing might even be a little bit quicker than the switch, just because they might be using a little bit of newer technology. Um, the 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 switch mechanism is using, uh, or the switch console rather is using an older SD card mechanism. So maybe the the firmware isn't quite there. But um, everything, all the components of the Steam Deck are coming together to make this load time happen a lot quicker, which is which is pretty fantastic. But yeah, the game they sold uh, showed off was Dead Cells in one of the videos, and mm-hmm. the starting the game uh, took about the same time because you you click the icon on the switch, you hit a button, and then you get like this little Nintendo thing and little animation, and then the screen goes black, and then the game starts loading. Similar thing happened on the Steam Deck, which was really interesting. Um, but then as soon as the game load screen came on, like that that little feather stuff at the bottom was just like, and it's like done. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, okay, I'm not worried about load times on this system. Yeah, and, and that's running off. I mean, I'm assuming that they're still running off SD cards because right. that's what they were running off um, when IGN got to have their hands on it. Yep. So I'm assuming they're still running off SD cards, which means that your experience, if you're running a game on the, the I don't want to say local storage, but like the onboard storage, the right. MVNE, that's going to be even faster than that. So right. I think that that's, that's really good. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's going to be almost an order of magnitude faster. Not not really yeah. quite that fast, but uh, NVMEs, um, the the max throughput of that compared to even the fastest SD card, uh, things should load considerably faster. Absolutely. All right. Uh, one of the things that they did notice on the Giant Bomb video was that some games, I think uh, one of your favorite games, the uh, what's the name of the game that I'm thinking of? Control. With the font size. No, no, oh. no. no. With the font size. Uh, oh, um, 
Uh, yeah, the the disco thing, Dis- oh. disco Elysium, disco there you Elysium. Go. Yeah. Wow, blanking uh, on that. <laughs> they uh, they said that the font was a little hard to read, and as somebody yeah. who's played a lot of Nintendo Switch games and who is very old, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've noticed that that is definitely a problem when you're dealing with those when you're dealing with companies whose target is generally a larger uh display right and then you're shrinking that display down just shrinking it down in a one-to-one thing doesn't actually like it doesn't maintain the readability of the font i mean right look no farther than you know currently square enix just put out the final fantasy pixel remakes and everybody's (laughs) complaining that the fonts are too hard to read right Uh, a lot of times you know, they put a lot of work into getting the games to run well or getting this to happen, and they they don't think about how's this going to look on a seven inch display. Are right. you nervous at all for compatibility with with games based on like not being able to read what's said on the screen? Right, uh, not so much. Not moving forward anyway, uh, because you you would you would anticipate that all the big games that are coming to Steam will actually be tested on actual deck hardware. Um, not just on a PC. So you'd think that newer games going forward, they're going to take this into account. Um, at- and I'm going to interrupt real quick, just so, just to give a little foreshadowing. They did talk about hardware going out to devs so that devs can work on that. We'll, right. we'll hit on that a little bit later, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So games going forward, you're, they're, they're going to be testing this thing. They're going to see what is what is possible, what is playable for their game with that screen resolution. Um, and what they'll probably benefit from is a lot of these developers have already done that for the Switch. So they kind of know what works. So if you have a, a 4K screen and 10% of the side is where the font stuff comes out, you can't have 10% of a 720p screen or the fonts are just, they're just going to be go- like mush basically on the side. Mm-hmm. So they've they've had some time to, to work on that. Uh, I do hope that older games that have been around for a while, developers will realize that hey maybe we should update this a little bit if people complain or not even with people complaining just before people complain uh, because they're yeah there's a lot of games that are text heavy and they're just not going to look very good on on a smaller resolution screen um, just because of how you scale things down it's going to look all muddy yeah I, but hopefully those those you know that 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 cases those cases are few and far between i'm right and i'm honestly i think that most of the time It'll be okay, and it will be the exception, not the rule, right. that uh, fonts are difficult to read on the Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the performance. Uh, for, I mean, I don't want to talk about performance for every single one of these videos, but everybody basically said the performance was really good. Uh, Giant Bomb said that of all of the games that they tested, Control was the worst performing one, but then they lowered the resolution. This is one of those things where... You know, I put out a video where I talked about how I don't like being able to tweak things because I can't help myself, but always constantly <laughs> tweaking things over and over. But, right. they, you know, that's exactly what Giant Bomb did. They said control wasn't running very well. They lowered the resolution down to 480p instead of 720p. Right. And their frame rates, you know, spiked up. They, they, they had a much better gaming experience. That's one of the advantages of having a platform and that's what everybody was talking about having a platform that is so ridiculously open that you can do whatever you want um that you're able to say all right give me more performance instead of more uh quality 100 percent. and this is a device that is unlike anything else that is coming to kind of the consumer market as as a device not a hey go buy a dell pc plug it in with a monitor this this is a, a standalone device that is supposed to be like a new console like the the bad word you said right at the start of the of the episode um so you can play dos games on it if you want you could load a version of dos box you could play old text adventures on it all the way to the latest and greatest games as well which um yeah they're gonna they're gonna have to pay attention to uh to some of the stuff that is going on here uh, of course de- or developers sorry gonna have to pay attention to what's going on here that hey people are going to use this thing a little bit differently than a standard pc so let's come up with the the steam deck version uh when you go through settings do you want high medium uh, low or steam deck and it will optimize for the steam deck hopefully a lot of developers start doing that in the future which which is like optimizing for the steam deck 
there's more to it than just having the game that auto detects hardware and says, I think that this will be okay. Because yep. we've all had that experience where we <laughs> we start a game and it says, you're going to run on the lowest possible settings. And I'm like, I've got a really nice graphics card. There's no reason for you to tell me to run on the lowest possible settings. And so right. I, I have to mess with stuff. And we've also had it where it's like, clearly you're going to run on ultra and then everything is like one frame per <laughs> second. So I, you know, right. there's more to it than just simply having games where they say, I'm going to guess based on your hardware, right. it's much better if devs can say, Oh, this is a steam deck. And actually they talked about that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump ahead. PC gamer. I found an article mm-hmm. uh, where they said, and this is a quote, there will be an API that developers will be able to call that says, is this Steam Deck? If so, use these settings. And this is from Valve designer Lawrence Yang, uh, which, and then he said he compared it to how many games already detect some basic info about your hardware, like monitor resolution and adjust accordingly. Uh, But hopefully by launch, they said many games will have updates with settings optimized for the Steam Deck. This is more than just guessing. This is, oh, we know how it runs on this hardware, which is a big deal, I think. 100% 100% and 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 yeah like they'll be able to check are we running in steam os okay uh okay so we have to adjust some things for this okay are we running on steam deck or are we running on some other version of hardware that is using steam os because valve is very clear that they want to do all the hard learning right now and mm-hmm. then they want to pass on this learning to other interested uh, hardware manufacturers to say, hey, okay, Dell, Alienware, you can make your own version of a Steam portable PC. Okay, Google something. I guess Google probably wouldn't do it, but I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another high-performance high uh, manufacturer of custom PC hardware can make their own version. And then you'll have various specs. You'll have Steam Deck 1 and maybe Steam Deck 2 in the future. So if they design this correctly um, and, and the types of information that they're going to be able to pull uh, quickly without having to actually query the hardware, um, that'll be a really good thing for developers. They'll be able to tune their games uh, to kind of w- whatever they're running on, which is what, as a consumer that is buying this because they want to play PC games but are scared of PC games, they want a mm-hmm. console experience, uh, that's the type of experience they're going to want for for the most part. Of course, there's the hardcore, which are commenting right now saying, you're wrong, and yes, I am wrong <laughs> for the hardcore. But for the the more casual consumers that that are maybe a little bit afraid of PC tweaking, um, having the the game developers do that would be a great thing. Yeah, the, the the folks at Giant Bomb said specifically, you're not going to replace your top end PC with this if you have one. But if you don't have one, this is a great way to get into PC gaming. And and that whole thing where Valve is talking about having, uh, what is it called, where you suspend a state and then you can pick up the state on your PC. And they said that they're trying to get that to work. It's not quite landed yet, but that is very compelling for uh, like the high-end PC crowd that knows what all of this stuff does because then they can just take it on the go and then pause their game, pick up their their yeah. PC and play it right there. That's that's so cool. 100%. Um, everybody, everybody that that has had their hands on this thing has praised the ergonomics. They they all have said that it feels like it's the right weight. Yeah. Uh, seven six hundred and seventy grams roughly i think yeah. it was pound and a uh, half feel yeah it feels like it's the right weight and uh the like the form factor is awesome and all of the weight seems to be in the the handles of the thing yep um i know that you were worried when you first saw the picture yep of it you said i, I i'm i'm worried about how this is going to feel did That's did right. Giant Bomb and LTT and tested all of them saying it feels great. Did did that make you feel a little bit better? Well, just seeing more images made me feel better. I didn't realize how fat this thing is um, because I was thinking of a Nintendo Switch where it's super thin compared to to the width and then just holding it at the top to do all the buttons, but then getting my fingers around to do the paddles and all the stuff. I'm like, that is going to be so damn uncomfortable when you think that it's twice as heavy as a Switch. 
but then you you have the big chunky grips which is just like using a controller you, you're mm -hmm. used to having a big chunky grip to hold on to so yeah i have i have zero issues with the way this thing looks uh i think it's going to be super comfortable and and watching uh the, the tested guys the giant bomb guys uh, uh linux uh tech tips do all that stuff as well uh, or Linus Tech Tips, I guess. Not Linux Tech, tech Tips. LTT. Oh, we'll just call it LTT. Make a comment, everybody. Oh make a God. comment down below. <laughs> I'm, I'm tongue-tied today. Uh, but watching watching them all hold it and be able to access the control sticks and slide down for the touch pads, but then still go up and hit the buttons, it doesn't look like it's going to be uncomfortable if you have small hands or large hands, uh, which is going to be a, a, the, the, which is the true test of new hardware when it's a portable game system. Yeah, I, it's funny. On the internet, you always have these 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 guys who are like, well, "I can't, I can't use that controller because it's too small for my giant hands." And right. uh, Linus from Linus Tech Tips was like, "I've got pretty small hands. This is really really comfortable." Yeah. And this thing is a mammoth. So, yeah. uh, I, like the fact that he found it to be pretty comfortable, I think mm -hmm. that that says something. Um, uh, Giant Bomb said that they talked about, or they they talked to them, and they said you can install Discord. They somebody I can't remember who they got a game running in windowed mode just to see if they could, which right. also means that you could pop out to window mode, <laughs> join a Discord channel, and right. then go back into your game just like you would on a regular PC. Yep, which is awesome. And Very. as you know, as Valve would say, you can because it's a PC. That's right. Uh, they said you could do all that crazy stuff. But it's also pretty, and this is their words, like Giant Bomb, they said it's pretty dummy friendly, mm -hmm. which I, as as a dummy, I like. Dummies represent. Dummies represent. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was really interesting. Uh, one of the videos, someone popped quickly into the, uh, the the full desktop OS version, and it's like, mm -hmm. let's pull up a web browser. Let's look, let's look at Netflix. Let's look at my YouTube channel. Like... That that is exciting to me because that immediately opens up the world to every streaming service without them having to make a Steam app or something that would run as 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 a Linux um, application that you would have to install. Well, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we don't know what what browser they're using yet. So yeah, I hope it's Chromium. I hope <laughs> it's Chromium. But, and if it is, that means that that will unlock the ability to use Stadia on it, the, the ability to use Xbox uh, xCloud stuff, the ability to do GeForce Now, uh, Luna, all of the streaming services. So you have you have this portable system that can do video, it can do whatever. Uh, I'm worried about the battery. I'm already thinking of how I'm going to strap this thing up to like a small generator so it will never run out of juice. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, seeing it in like they talked about it, all, all of the articles that have come out about it have talked about the fact that do whatever you want on it um, but there was something awesome about seeing uh i think it was uh um ltt pulled up netflix in app and it was mm -hmm. great and then someone else pulled up another streaming service in in a web browser i think it was the tested uh tested video that i saw that did that um yeah uh, we knew it was going to do it but seeing it actually happen there was something magical there yeah in, in the, i made a video a while back where i talked about I talked about all the reasons that I was excited for Steam Deck, and then I did another video in the same day, released those two at the same time, all the reasons I was nervous about the Steam Deck, or not nervous about it, but concerns that I had about it. Right. And one of those concerns, um, everybody basically talked about, uh, and that was the thermals. Everybody yeah. was like, uh, it didn't feel like it was super hot. The back felt a little warm. And then right. Linus from Linus Tech Tips even uh, had like a a thermal camera yep. and pointed it at it. And he was like, yeah, they, they and, and he was talking to the, the people from valve there. They were like, yep, we've routed all of the heat to pull yep. the heat or all of the thermals to, to pull the heat away from your hands so that it doesn't feel hot. And Linus even had like another uh, handheld PC there. I forget yep. what it's called off the top of my head, but he was showing the, the differences in the temperature between the two and the, um, the Steam Deck was, I, I think on average, it was like 10 degrees cooler yeah. than the other one, which was really, really impressive. And by the way, everybody, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, 
uh, down below the like button and the subscribe button, there's going to be links to all of these videos yeah. so that you can watch those and check them out as well. Uh, and if you're not watching this on the YouTube channel, then check out our YouTube channel uh, over <laughs> at NerdNest.TV. 100%. Right, what are your thoughts on the on the thermals? I, I like it. Um, the Switch did it right. Uh, the Switch has two vents down here. It routes air up through here, and then it comes out a fan vent on the top. And that is exactly what the Steam Deck does. Uh, the, the other portable PC... Uh, didn't do that, apparently, that was shown in the LTT video, because the whole device was getting hot. The, like, the where your grips, uh, I think <laughs> yeah. they, they called it grip temperature. Uh, the grip temperature where your hands are, it was like th almost 40 degrees at one point. It was like 30, yeah. 38 Celsius. Celsius, that's right. That's really hot. Like, your hands are, you hand, like, I don't know, if you, if you game like me, you normally get like sweaty hands when you get in a really intense boss battle. Well, now the mm -hmm. game, the the handheld will will make it feel like you're always in a sweaty boss battle because <laughs> it's really hot, um, which is a bad thing. Um, so the fact that they designed the Steam Deck in that regards because it's so it's so wide, they can have all of the venting kind of just go right up in the middle and hope that there isn't too much thermal bleed off into the rest of the of the of the hardware. So yeah, a another worry that I had. Um, thanks to a good old IR camera, was able to uh, dispel all those worries. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Um, now, the next one, I want to talk about both Linus's video and the tested video because they they flip-flop on on this. this um, Linus said that the trackpad, and this is a quote, he said, definitely a step forward from the Steam controller, which for right. me, awesome to hear because I love the Steam controller. Right. Uh, and then the guy at tested said, uh, God, where was it? He said... Shoot, I can't find it now. Oh, he said he was disappointed with the feel of the trackpad compared to the Steam controller. Right. Uh, although Linus did say that the, he was a little wonky with the haptics, and Valve said, yeah, we're still working on the haptics there. Right. Oh, boy, I don't know how to feel about that because the like the trackpad is one of the things that I'm most excited for yeah. for this device. I, I think there there's just a a group of people that don't like touch surfaces when they're when they're doing stuff like that. I, I know from watching the two videos and reading up some other things on uh, the Steam controller, you could you you have different like kind of modes that you can turn the trackpad into depending on the type of game you're playing. So maybe the mm -hmm. tested guy, I think he said at one point he had um it was emulating a trackball with um velocity. So maybe mm -hmm. there's a, a different mode that would have been better for whatever game he was playing. Um, I think uh, Linus was saying there's like a one-to-one -one mode. So if you're touching the top corner on the left, your, your mouse cursor is in the top corner on the left of the screen. So I, I think a lot of this stuff is going to come down to the Steam controller profiles where you're going to get a community-made profile that is the best settings for whatever game you're playing. And they're going to take all of those little weird little customization things into account. And, and someone's going to design the perfect control mode for whatever game you want to play. You know, I, I, I don't remember which video showed it, but one of the videos, um, they showed Steam input. And yeah. it, it looked exactly like the Steam input that I'm used to on yeah. uh, in Steam now with the with the um, Steam controller. Mm -hmm. So everything that you just said can be done. Like you can set up one of those pads to be a, you know, like a touch region on your screen. So if you right. touch the top left, your mouse jumps to the top left of the screen. Uh, you can set it to be uh, just a mouse trackpad, and you can set it set it to be like a joystick where. I have it. I have mine set up usually so that when I'm using my leftmost D-pad, uh, as my thumb gets closer to the edge of the of the pad, there's there's more feedback. And if I hit the edge, it kind of vibrates a little bit more. And when I right. take my thumb off, it almost feels like it snaps back to the middle. Right. Um, it's a really weird thing. I found a tutorial on on Reddit on how to do it, and it's right. incredibly cool. I just I I'm concerned that one person said it was awesome and the other person said it's a step backwards. Yeah. Although the guy from Tested he did say this confused me. He he talked about the concentric rings, which is only in the prototype build. So if you actually have a Steam controller, you got like this little plus thing on yep. your controller. But in the prototypes, instead of having that plus, they had like these bumps, these yep. ring bumps that you could feel. Uh, so maybe he only played with the prototype. I don't know. It, yeah. it was It's just weird that they had exact opposite reactions to touching it. But it might be, like you said, one of those things where some people love it and some people hate it. 
Yeah, maybe you're expecting a, a standard mouse surface, but you have it set up as a trackball where you just have to keep flicking up to to move forward or something. Like it's it's could be just down to one of those things. They the, all the people that were in these videos, they basically said, yeah, we had an hour and a half with the hardware, and then Valve kicked us out. So maybe it was just all trying to get all all the stuff done in in such a a small amount of time. Uh, because I know playing with new hardware i you spent i spend more than an hour and a half oh, yeah. with it so um it, it's there's going to be a lot of comfort level um that that's going to come into this say i don't know uh, after a week of usage um when they get their pre-release stuff when all the big news articles come out come out they're going to say yep and all the problems i had in the first day were gone by day three and this is what i did to uh, to solve all those problems and I think every single person who got their hands on this, every video that I watched, I think they all said with qualifiers, this is pre-release hardware. Yep. This is pre-release software. Things are likely to change and yep. probably not for the worse. Things are yep. probably going to be changing for the better. And that's great. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about performance. Um, so Linus did like, I guess, Doom. I didn't realize this because I never really pay attention to that stuff. But I guess mm -hmm. Doom will tell you. Uh, it's current uh, frames per second. And so he went in and he was like, well, it's getting 60 frames per second, but uh, Valve had it set to dynamic resolution. So I'm right. going to turn off dynamic resolution. I'm going to turn off uh, motion blurring and then uh, I'm going to set it to native resolution, which is 1280 by 800. And then he said it was, it was jumping around between 20 and 40 frames yeah. per second. Um, that's the kind of thing where if you have these uh, profiles that are figured out by the devs ahead of time, you're going to be in a good place. Uh, and if you don't, then you're going to have to tweak things and figure things out. That It seems like the dynamic resolution is a very, very important thing, which is, of course, Definitely. it's important. That's how they're able to get Doom to run on the Nintendo Switch, etc. Yep, 100%. Yeah, the dynamic resolution is going to be the, uh, the knight in shining armor for this device because... Um, 15-ish watts of power utilization in the APU, uh, they're going to want to save um, save power wherever they can. So they're going to want to use variable uh, resolution. Um, so the dynamic scaling of their resolution from 480p to 720p uh, is going to save them frames. Uh, they're going to want to lock it at 30 frames. Um, they're going to turn off V-Sync. They're going to turn off all the stuff that can have performance issues um, for the this is the best version uh, of the profile. And then, of course, it's a PC. So you go in, you change all the stuff you want. If you if you don't want grass, you turn off all that stuff. If you if you want 120 frames a second, go for it. Screen's only 60 hertz, so you're not going to get any sort of benefit from it. But go for it um, because it is a PC, right? You can do crazy things and, and make the uh, make the system stop working, which was one interesting thing. None of the people said uh, that there was any crashes. If anything, there was a black screen. So they just hit the button to go back to the uh to the os menu quit out of the game restarted it and everything was fine so it, it looks like even if you uh manage to screw things up uh through your your monkeying around in the settings you can quickly get back to the os and, and hopefully fix your errors yeah uh one of them did say that valve was running they were they were experimenting with being able to uh suspend your game yep. and that was causing some issues yep. uh and i'm sure you know that's a software thing so that's yep. not anything that you have to worry about eventually that'll get fixed or or better and then one of them even i can't remember who but they ejected the sd card <laughs> in the right. middle of the game right and it just it booted back to the steam os instead of yeah. In, instead of crashing the whole device, which is really great. Like they were like, what happens if I do this? And they go, they were like, go ahead and try it. Talk about transparency. <laughs> right. That was one thing that was amazing. Like uh, Linus was trying to set up. He's like, I brought my own monitor. And they're like, oh, you can't set that up. And then halfway through the video, it's like, they're letting me set up my monitor. And he goes and pulls this monitor and and he's like, OK, it's going to have this resolution, this, this. Will it work? And they're like, mm, I don't know. Try it. And let's see. And then, uh, of course, the monitor worked fine. They were able to take the display and use the actual Steam Deck's display as a second monitor. So uh, they were saying, yeah, like, yeah, or Linus was saying, at least, uh, I could play the game on your monitor and then have, like, your, your Discord stuff on the little mini screen. Like, all these things that I, I 
I didn't think about because I'm used to the, the world of the Nintendo Switch where if it's docked, <laughs> the screen is off. If it's undocked, the screen is on. Um, yeah. But but this is different. It's it's a PC. So, yeah, the, the transparency there and the all the Valve folks being open, letting them know when they don't know, letting them know when they can't talk about it, but also saying, yeah, go ahead, try it. Let's see what happens. Let's learn together uh, was really awesome to see because I'm, I'm used to uh, seeing videos from, say, like Nintendo, which are very very uh hands-off for the people that are playing with this new device like you, you mm-hmm. can't you can't go outside of these three menu options or we're going to pull the device out of your hands <laughs> not only like i think like there were some people who got to see the oled switch nobody was able to take a picture of it <laughs> right <laughs> you know yeah. like and then it, it, it then they got linus hooking up hooking it up to it uh to a, uh, a an external monitor that he brought in, not even a pre-approved one, yeah. and using his thermal camera to try and figure out what's going on on the and inside, like that that shows how transparent yeah. Valve is being here, which is just awesome. More companies need to be transparent like this. Hundred percent, and 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 setting up that weird mouse that was linked to a light sensor that would measure the um, the the input lag from clicking the mouse button to the gun going off and why would why would steam let him do that but no other company would let him do that be, on pre-release hardware but but valve's like yeah go for it have fun so i i every time i see a video um and and how open valve is being on what they were trying to do here and how they got to where they got to and what they see as the future it makes me way more excited about this piece of hardware they're not just trying to do a quick cash in they're saying nope we're changing the way that pc games can be played for some people and because we think there's a lot of people that are going to want to do that and uh this is what we're doing and they're being very open about it which is uh which is a nice change yeah, um, it's, they're being so open that, that there was a little miniature interview in the tested video mm-hmm. uh, where he was talking about you can dual boot if you want. The BIOS is accessible yeah. via a button combo when you're booting. So when you are booting the, the system up, yep. you hold down a certain number of buttons and it will send you to the BIOS like a yep. like like F8. Is it F8 or F2 or delete? I can't remember. Depends on your Depends motherboard. Depends on your manufacturer. Uh, but you, you hold down a button when you're turning on your computer and it goes into the BIOS and you can do the same thing here, which is incredibly cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, again, I'm used to portable hardware that is a complete sealed box. You can't do anything. You can't color outside the lines. Uh, if you use it wrong, it breaks. Um, and this thing is, yeah, it's a PC. It, it's... It's a portable. We love portables. We think there's a great market for portables. But yeah, it's a PC. You can go do all crazy stuff with it. And and like going back to the the Linus video where he plugged in that mouse uh, screen reader lag tester. The fact <laughs> that you could just take a USB C mouse and plug it in the top and then use it as a control oh, yeah. input. <laughs> like that's just so weird to me that that just works without any pop ups or warning messages or anything. Um, I'm so excited to play around with this and just try the weirdest peripherals and see if they they show up in game and i can control like uh everyone's going to be doing videos now where they're controlling the latest and greatest game with a uh, a rock band <laughs> guitar right <laughs> <laughs> or that guy that did that played overwatch with uh bananas where he's right. touching different bananas yeah <laughs> this is going to be a great system for that for touching bananas well speaking of uh different control methods one thing that i'm very very disappointed about uh the tested guy noted that the if you've ever used a uh, Steam controller, then you know that the triggers have two stages. You pull it, and then if you keep pulling it, it will click. Yeah. Uh, and you can use Steam input to say, if I just soft pull on the trigger, do this. But if I hard pull on the trigger, then do this. And if you're trying to think of, well, what would I do that for? Well, I was playing Valheim with my Steam controller. And mm-hmm. so if I do a soft pull, my character does one swing. But I set it up so that when I do a full pull and just hold the trigger down, he will just keep swinging at an interval that I had selected so that when I want to <laughs> chop down a tree, I don't have to keep clicking over and over. I just pull the trigger and hold it, right. and he will keep swinging until that tree falls down. Yeah, uh, it's like That kind of thing is awesome. And Valve, I don't know if Valve was the first one to do it, but they did it in the Steam Controller back in was it 2015, I think. Um, and 
now they're not doing it? Oh, that right. drives me crazy. What do you think the reason is? I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe that is a part that wears heavily from like the the clicking mm. the clicking of that. Maybe they're maybe they saw something where okay, this wears and we're gonna have uh people that are gonna send these units into repair like three years out or, or whatever that testing would have come up with. Uh, but they also gave you the paddles on the back. So I th- maybe they think, okay, yeah. maybe this is too confusing. The The fact that there's two modes for the triggers, everybody coming in from a console knows what a trigger is. So how about we just move those extra two buttons for the clicks to the paddles? Um, maybe, maybe that was the reason. But yeah, it was it was a little bit odd. You'd, you'd think all the stuff that they did with the Steam controller would be in this device, but better. Uh, and it looks like they're mm-hmm. taking some things out, which might actually be better. Um, who knows? We'll, have, yeah, to, we'll have to see. We'll have to see when we get more interviews with uh, with Steam engineers when, as we get closer to launch. Yeah. By the way, if anybody at Valve sees this and you want to let us interview you, hey, we've done mm-hmm. that stuff before. We've we talked did. to people. We did. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Um, let's see. Concentric rings. Oh, yeah. The mouse. Key, uh, so the touch screen, uh, the guy from Tested was like, when I touch it, the mouse shows up on screen and I was immediately reminded of Final Fantasy 14. When I play Final Fantasy 14, sometimes for some reason, the mouse cursor, because I play with a controller, I play with like my Xbox controller when I play Final Fantasy 14 on my computer. Right. Um, the mouse cursor will show up on the screen and it will just sit there until I do something to get rid of it. Right. And that's, it's really irritating. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's definitely like a first world problem, right? But it's really, really irritating that that happens. And he was like, "Yeah, whenever I touch the screen, the mouse cursor shows up." And I think that that's weird. But I also, <laughs> I, I hope, like he he did say, pre release software. Maybe that'll go away in the future. Yeah. Um, I'm still very excited about the idea of having that big old touch screen right in the middle for for you to be able to manipulate things like yeah maybe i'm playing valheim like i said before and if you can hear the siren going by sorry about that um <laughs> there's a raid at your I'm, uh at your fort in valheim you have to go check that's that out right well if i'm playing valheim what i've done when i play with my steam controller is i have it set up so that if i double double tap on y it puts my cursor into a different mode so that i can easily move things from my inventory to a chest or whatever right um being able to you know as you're playing that game you you walk up to a chest you open up that chest i can then just take my finger and go move 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 or the other way that's so cool like we had a glimpse of that on the wii u and and the switch kind of moved away from that a little bit but we had a glimpse of that on the Wii U, and, and the idea that that's coming back is very exciting to me. I agree. Uh, it, they could probably get around a lot of that by changing the mouse cursor into like a, a translucent circle like they did on the iPad when you use a mouse. Just to mm. tell people, okay, this is up here because you touch the screen, but not a mouse cursor that you expect to then grab the, the touchpad and then move around and then it disappears Get rid of that confusion by having it look like something else. Might be just a, that's a good a, idea. Might be a cheap fix for for Valve to put into the OS. All right. Um, Valve also said they are encouraging devs to make performance settings. This is the thing that we re- we alluded to earlier uh, when the guy from Tested, whose name I forgot, and that's why I keep calling him the guy from Tested. <laughs> uh, so sorry about that guy from Tested. Uh, when he he interviewed the the person from Valve, they said. We are encouraging devs to make performance settings and input settings that best suit the Steam Deck. So when you sit down, it was funny. Uh, you kind of see, you see behind the veil a little bit. Uh, they brought up the controls and it showed a PlayStation controller, like yeah. a DualShock 4. And I thought to myself, oh, of course they showed a DualShock 4. The DualShock 4 has all of the buttons that you need except for those back buttons. And it has that little trackpad in the middle uh, and the two sides of that trackpad, if you've ever used a DualShock 4 on Steam, uh, the two sides of that trackpad can act independently from each other yep. in the same way that the Steam Deck does. So that's currently what it looks like. But I really hope that like, when I go to load up a game and I, I hit the button and it comes up and it's like, hey, adjust your controls, it shows me the Steam Deck or the game prompts come up on screen and they're like, use right. the right pad in order to if you tap the top right corner of the left pad 
it does right. this. Like that kind of stuff can really change the way that you play because yeah. currently what happens is I program my Steam controller to do something and then I have to remember it. And right. I'm old and I have goldfish <laughs> memories, so that doesn't work so hot. Right. Uh, so Norman Chen was the name of the uh, of, of the Thank you. the yes. guy from Tested that was doing all that stuff. And and yeah, I mean. Yeah, all the stuff you said, I, I feel the exact same way. It's one of those things where as we get closer to launch um, and the OS and the software all gets hardened a little bit more and we get some more previews, maybe some of these these weirdness, um, the, these little little rough edges will, will kind of just disappear. And some of the rough edges that Norman, was it Norm or Norman? Norman. Norman. One of the rough edges that Norman mentioned was when you start a game, yeah. Uh, sometimes you get like a pop-up. Like when I play, again, going back to Final Fantasy XIV because I've been playing it like crazy lately. <laughs> it, when I play Final Fantasy XIV on my PS4, it just, it's kind of seamless. And like the other morning I was like, I'm going to use Steam Link and play it sitting on this couch over here. And it brought up the, it, it brought up the screen where I had to put in my username and my password and my uh, one-time password as well which is like an authenticator thing right and i was like oh now i gotta go over there and do this and it was such a hassle and having having that kind of stuff like where you start up a, an ubisoft game and yeah. it makes you sign into ubisoft uh, yeah. every time or, or like that kind of thing hopefully that kind of stuff devs smooth out the rough edges there like that's right. something that norman was talking about as well yeah yeah i i agree a lot of that stuff will will go away if people just buy their games on steam which is what valve yeah. is hoping um but the fact that you can run pretty much anything on it um hopefully what, whatever kind of launchers uh, because a third party third party launchers can be made um people can do various other things to make this process a little bit easier um so it'll be interesting to see what the community does uh, on top of all the other things that can run underneath like i'm really excited to see someone come up with um like if you've ever watched a digital foundry video they always have those like graphs on the bottom that are showing uh the the amount of milliseconds to generate a frame and the current frame rate well since it's good, it's running linux Odds are you can have that type of thing running on your own system if you want. Like all these other things that you haven't been able to do on consoles without really expensive uh, other hardware or doctoring the console to have a, a, an internal video out will now just be possible um, because the fact that it's running Linux and Steam isn't trying to lock this down in any way. And, you know, they're not trying to lock it down and you can install Windows if you want, which I know that there's a lot of people that will because there's not Linux versions of their games. And while Proton, Valve says that most of your games are just going to run right out of the box. and You're not going to have any problems at all. Yep. I'm sure that there are going to be some games and it might be your favorite game where you want to play it and you can't because of the Linux version or Proton is incompatible because of maybe... Uh, anti-cheat software right. that isn't compatible like that kind of thing yeah. so you can't install windows and norman asked the guy from valve and he said hey do we have to worry about drivers when you install windows and yeah. they said no we just you just install windows yeah. and you don't have to worry about it it just works which i thought was really cool thank goodness for windows 10 drivers are kind of not a problem anymore um for most things uh and all valve has to do is submit these things for um, for certification, um, which you have to do if you want to have uh, a driver that actually works on most people's PCs uh, or hardware. So that's great. The fact that you'll be able to run a secondary OS or even dual boot. They were saying, yeah, you could, you could do a dual boot. I could see I could see myself setting that up, um, running some things in Windows and then dual booting back to SteamOS to run all the other things that maybe perform just as good, whether they're running natively in Windows or if they're running through the, the Proton layer to get all this yeah. stuff done yeah yeah and then um you know speaking of windows pc i think it was p i didn't write this down but i think it was pc gamer i saw that they had said something about they were they asked valve what about windows 11 and valve said yeah it shouldn't be a problem we're gonna yeah. we're gonna make sure that we have that thing that we need in order to run yeah. windows 11 so uh e even if if you know if, if they're kind of future proofing it yeah but Speaking of future proofing, you you brought something up earlier about you know the next iteration. I know the thing isn't even out. We're already <laughs> talking about when's the next thing coming out, and right. you know what? That's just what where our brains go. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about Steam Deck two. I'm talking about when do you think like how 
I don't care about when, but how often do you think it's necessary? Because with consoles, we generally go like a long time between yeah. hardware hardware revisions. Do you think Valve does that or do they go more the phone model where they continually update it like every year or year and a half or so? Uh, and then, you know, because they're not doing a next generation, it's still the same thing. It's just faster. Uh, which way do you think is better and how often do you think that they will update that? And keep in mind, everybody, we're just guessing. Yeah, I, well, I, I can tell you what I hope. I hope that Steam has designed this piece of hardware um, in, in such a way that five years from now, you're still playing the latest and greatest games and it and it's not a horrible experience because that's what people are going to want. They are going to want to keep that console for at least five years. Um, they're using super fast RAM, uh, quad channel, um, was it 5,500, uh, what is it, mega chunks per second or or me- mega mega writes? So I can't remember what the actual um, uh, thing that they use for for memory. for, for Mega getting, transfer, I mega think. Mega transfer, I think that's what it is. Um, they're using RAM that really isn't used anywhere else yet because it's so new and so fast. They're using a really fast CPU and GPU. It's underclocked, um, so that could be an issue. Maybe Valve can. I keep calling. I keep saying maybe Steam can do in the future, but I mean Valve, of course. I'm just so used to mm-hmm. saying Steam. Uh, maybe Valve in the future can can up some of those things. Okay, our, our APU isn't going to use 15 watts max anymore. It's going to use 22 watts max and give a little bit of life back to uh, to developers to make their games run better. Nintendo did that um, recently, uh, I guess a couple years ago. They had something called boost mode, uh, which only isn't engaged during loading. So loading stuff from SD card right. or, or cartridge to, uh, to memory. And, and what it does is it changes the clock uh, of the CPU so it can move stuff in and out of memory faster and then after the boost mode uh, the loading is done the the clock of your CPU gets dropped back down so hopefully this thing is designed in such a way where running it um I don't know 20% 30% uh, above what the, uh, the 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 rated wattage is will will function you can overclock it and it will still be able to take that heat out um until until we start getting the, these things in hands of people like Digital Foundry that uh, like to write custom code to do stupid things to break hardware, um, we won't know. But hopefully it's been designed in, in that way where a few years down the road, Steam could, or Valve rather, <laughs> could come out with a firmware update that will then add, add a little bit more um, a little bit more speed possibility by allowing it to consume a little bit more wattage at the expense of battery life. You know, you mentioned wattage and you mentioned battery life. And one thing that we were guessing about, one of the things we were were hoping for was that when it's in portable mode, right, uh, it uses a lower wattage. Uh, and when it's plugged in, it uses a little bit more power because it knows that it doesn't have to worry about the battery. Right. And that that is not happening, no. uh, which... My first reaction was, oh, that's too bad. But then my second reaction was, oh, well, that just means it's at full power, whether it's plugged in or not, which yeah. is actually a good thing because they're not limiting me based on how far I am from an outlet. Yeah. And, and that was something that was said uh, right from the right from the get go, that there's no uh, additional performance boost by having it docked. Um, there really isn't a performance boost by having the switch docked. The dock does nothing, but the the system knows it's in a dock. It ramps things up. Uh, everyone was hoping, okay, maybe they just weren't ready to talk about it on day one. Um, but it really, really sounds like that is not going to be a thing. Um, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see after, like, close to launch when when people start ripping this thing apart and really <laughs> seeing is there is there any room here for. Uh, the ability to 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 get rid of more heat um i'm thinking no but uh maybe valve's designing in such a way where they're planning that for the future they just don't want to talk about it yet yeah you you mentioned the heat like when linus was looking at the uh the back of the system and he was talking to somebody off camera uh from valve and he was like you know what i would do if i were you is i would make this vent longer now maybe they have a really good reason for not having that vent longer but um like that's the kind of thing that not just the community can figure out, but all yeah. of the other companies that Valve is licensing Steam OS to, right? Like you know Dell or Alienware, or whoever else, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. like maybe they can come up with a way 
a, a different way to route the thermals in order to make it even more efficient. And, you know, only, only time's going to be able to tell. But yep. I think that it, I, I'm still super excited. Every single piece of information that mm-hmm. I see about the Steam Deck, I get more excited for it because I think that this is going to be, as Gabe said, a new... Um, a new part of the gaming industry. That's not what he said. He said something else, but a new section of the gaming industry. And I'm really looking forward to it. hundred percent. All right. Well, that is it <laughs> for this episode of uh, on deck. If you did not know, we do have a YouTube channel, which you can find over at uh, youtube.com slash nerd nest. Lloyd has something else to say. It looks like I, I want to say you just said the name of our podcast on deck. And yeah, th- that makes me very happy because in a lot of these videos, uh, Valve doesn't doesn't refer to this thing as the Steam Deck. They just call it deck. And and many times when uh, during these interviews, it's like, yeah, we hope to get that on deck. And oh, yeah, we totally want to get that <laughs> on deck. And I'm just like, yeah, all right. Google juice. This is going to be amazing. But uh, which was actually an accident. Like we just came up with the name and then somebody else was like, yo, they said on deck in the video. And I was like, they did. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh, but they weren't they weren't talking about it as a thing. But right. go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so so great. Uh, we, we, we picked a great name, I think. I think that's great. All right. And if you haven't reviewed, if you'd like listen to this on Apple podcast, review the show. We yeah. appreciate it. And let us know your thoughts. What are your questions? We're, we're going to do uh, one of the things where we're going to answer, uh, like we're respond to your comments. So if you're watching this on YouTube, leave comments down below. We're, we're going to respond to those in a, in the next episode. I think unless, unless valve says, Hey, here's five more people that get to <laughs> talk about it at, at this point. It seems like, they're doing the strategy where they're going to say, uh, all right, well, you get to talk about it, IGN, and you can make mm-hmm. like uh, a bunch of videos about it that come out over the course of this amount of time. And then when people stop talking about it, bam, a whole bunch of new stuff. And right. then I think they're going to just keep doing that until maybe, just maybe, in six, seven months, they call us up and they're like, hey, you guys can come look at it, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I already have mine. I got it yesterday in the mail. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I guess you don't need to come down. It was funny. So before we get before we wrap up, Lloyd sent me a picture this morning and I looked at it and I was like, oh, cool. Where did that come from? And he goes, that's from my house. And I was like, what? And then he goes, just kidding. I was like, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a great uh, image post that I'm sure Bill has it up on the video right now where it's uh, uh, a, a picture of a switch by a Steam Deck. And then there's another one that had like a Game Gear and a Game Boy Advance and a, and a Steam Deck and a Nintendo Switch just to really give you an idea of how 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 chunky this thing is like it is a it is a big piece of hardware but i think that's okay i think that's okay to have to have that screen in the middle of all those control options i think i can live with how wide this thing is that's right have a good one everybody we will see you next time on deck later everybody